If you've been out of business for a while and need to understand etiquette in the workplace, or you want to know how to better manage your time, then you need business etiquette. You're on a lunch date with a customer and you want to feel confident about dining etiquette and introducing your clients correctly to others. You also need business etiquette. This course also teaches you how to public speak, how to set your lifetime and daily goals, If you're in sales, this course and class is a must. We sometimes believe times have changed to casual, but casual does not mean non-professional. Our Champion School of Real Estate Etiquette course fills up quickly for people from all walks of life. The loud voices of body language, the slam dunk preparation for the job interview, the powerful first impressions you want to make with your clients, All of these are part of this must-take two-day course. It's through Champion School of Real Estate's virtual campus, so you can enjoy the course from home. The best $145 you can spend to get you prepared for your new career. Santa Maria, CEO, Champion School of Real Estate, the nation's leader in real estate education. Our goal is to jumpstart your career, boost your career to the next level, give you insight into what a career as an entrepreneur in real estate is all about. Real estate is the career of top producers, and we are always finding the creme de la creme or best in the business who openly share their steps to success. And they are always champions. I have known your mom for many, many years. And what an amazing woman she was. Oh, thank you so much. But it is my pleasure today to get to talk with you about the importance of not just good photography, but the best photography to make sure that the property listings that an agent puts on MLS are at their best. So before we start, Julie, I just want to know, and I'm sure all of our wonderful customers would like to know, how did you get started in professional photography? Well, thank you, Rita. So I actually uh, have grown up in real estate. Yes, you Since the age of two, (laughs) my mother had her own real estate company. So I think that's what really makes us unique too as well is that I have lived and breathed real estate. I know Mm -hmm. all about it. Um, And when I was in college, I actually, this was before MLS, uh, the computer was the book, the manual system of looking at photos and properties. And I drove around the neighborhoods and took pictures of the front of homes. And that is the only tool that the realtors had in looking at a property and being on the prime desk, answering that call when callers are calling in and wanting to know about a property, they could only look at the front of the home and nothing else. I remember those days <laughs> very, believe? very well. We've come a long yes. ways. <laughs> <laughs> but you're way too young to even remember that. <laughs> but she was her mom's helper. <laughs> yes. 
So I did that and um, I actually ended up getting my real estate license through Champions thank and my so broker's much. license. Yay, so thank you. Um, I do have a hold an active license. However, I don't practice real estate. I just hold an active license. And your life is full. With yes. Photography. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, and so in, I sold real estate in Los Cabos, Mexico for Martha Turner Properties from 96 to 99. And then I came back to Houston and did on-site sales at Commerce Towers. And I also did speaking consulting for my mom's company on time management organization. Wow. Um, and so then my late husband, Todd Crompets, uh-huh. he started TK Images actually in 2002. And he was doing this as he was pursuing a flying career and 9-11 happened. So uh-huh. that was put on hold and he went with this 100%. Um, in 2004, just two years after starting the company, he was diagnosed with a very rare cancer. And it did say 98% won't survive. However, we knew he would be on the 2% side and we remained positive. Um, and so I did quit my job, not really knowing what was ahead and thinking I would be taking care of him with chemo and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it actually just took a different path and he, uh, you know, had some surgeries and everything, but was able to still work. And so he continued to work and I just rode along with him and started answering his phone and he started teaching me how to edit. And I just started learning the business. Wow! And at the time when he started, it, he was a one man show. And then he brought one other person on board, his aunt actually. Uh-huh. And then I, of course, joined his team, just answering the phone. Um, and then as he did become ill and energy was going down, we needed another person. And he had a cousin actually living in New York that uh, was into photography and was moving back to Houston. So he joined the team. So it was four of us. And then Todd passed away in April of 2004, just uh, 11 months after being diagnosed. And we had those 11 months together that um, we worked together and everything and learning the business. And so the three of us decided we would carry on, carry on his legacy. And today we're a team of 40. (laughs) I was waiting for you to get to that. Yes, yes. Because it tells such a story of not giving up, persevering, of going through. Everyone has trials and tribulations. And I'm so very sorry. I remember when you went through that whole process with Mm -hmm. him. Uh, because you are a longtime champion, as was yes. your mom. <laughs> um, but my goodness, that is such an incredible story that the business is now 40 people mm-hmm. strong. Mm-hmm. You started out at four, mm-hmm. so 10 times that, right. which is incredible. <laughs> exactly. And mm-hmm. what part of the business do you like the best? Oh my gosh, I, I love it. You know, I tell people that it's not just my career. It's my hobby. I like live and breathe it and just love what I get to do each and every day. Um, and you know, just seeing the changes over the years as well, Mm -hmm. seeing how MLS started out with 10 photos and then it went to 16 and then 32 and now 50 photos. I mean, does that speak for itself right I there? I remember when it was limited to like 10. Yes. And, <laughs> Which 10 are you going to And a lot of agents, you know, they were like, how can I possibly do 10 photos? Right. You know, yeah. It's like, I'm doing one. That's it. Just one. Yes. That is so cool. I remember you telling me how you would 
well, getting the business going. We all know we do everything that we have to do to get Mm -hmm. a business off the ground. And yet I remember you saying that you would work during the night to burn a CD to deliver it to the agent's office the next day. Yes. It's a very fast paced business. Um, Even today, it's very Uh fast paced. So you go out, take the photos. Uh, The next day you edit the photos and you deliver the product and get it loaded to MLS. So but what I want our students to know mm-hmm. is last year in 2022, you photographed over 15,000 properties. Yes. That is mm-hmm. a lot of pictures. Yes. Yes. A lot of photos. <laughs> right. So obviously you do a super job. I mean, 15,000 properties. That's incredible. I know that the secret ingredient is the person behind the camera. I know Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. However, if you were to give some advice on the best things to do to get your property ready to be photographed, would you share that advice with all of our wonderful customers? Absolutely. Well, number one is hire a professional to take the photos. Yes, and I'm seconding that. Yes, yes. (laughs) Absolutely. second that. Uh So it's hiring a professional, knowing what they're doing. Um, Our photographers, we have 14 photographers, and it is amazing watching them go into these homes. And, you know, you would often think that the high, luxurious homes are a little bit more intense and harder it's actually a little easier because they're open floor plans. It's your small oh, bungalows, oh, your tight spaces okay. that are even more challenging because you're in a little corner trying to capture the layout of a home and the how large a room is when you're tucked back in a corner doing it. So, um, And these photographers go in and they know the angle. They can go into a room and know exactly where to stand. They're not sitting there going, well, what if I take it this way? Well, maybe this way, which one looks better? I mean, think about how much time that takes. That's what I do. Uh (laughs) Right. And they go in and know exactly what angle needs to be captured and how to do it and moving things around as well. So, you know, I always tell everyone when you're doing professional photography, number one, there's three great tips I like to give. Number one is, is that you only have one opportunity to make a great first impression. And your photos are what are making that great first impression. We all know buyers are on the internet. They're looking at properties before the realtors can even get to it. Exactly. (laughs) They're doing a lot of previewing for the, yes, exactly. And they're calling their realtor saying, I saw this online. I'd like to go see it. Realtors who have been in the industry so long, they're familiar. They can sometimes see past the photos, you know, so if they do see not a great photo, they might be able to say, you know, I think this one does have potential. A buyer is not going to do that. They are going to pass it right up. If it does not look good, Mm -hmm. if you have poor photos on there, they're going to miss it. And you just miss out on a potential buyer when that happens. Now, tell me between doing photos and like a photo collage with slides, Mm -hmm. doing video, using Matterhorn, Mm -hmm. using a... um, any type of virtual product, in your opinion, what particular method works the best to sell the house the best? And well, the first, uh, the first look being more successful. Photos, hands down. Photos are going to, going to be your number one. Um, National Association Realtors said that buyers rated photos as the number one tool okay. in their search for a new home. 
So I would say photos are number one. Uh Um, And then, of course, video is just, you know, incredible and can be on social media. It can be on your listing and you can really showcase a property with a video. And it brings video brings life to the property. You're right. So it really brings it alive and can give another aspect. Now, one thing to keep in mind when you're doing video is that you are not to show the entire home. A video is to get someone excited, oh. to reel them in, but it is That's not to show tip. the entire home okay. at all. So you want to leave that little hook there yes. for them to want to see more. It's a tease. It's a tease to uh-huh. excite. And so it's important that realtors educate their sellers that when we do a video, it isn't to show the entire home because often the sellers are like, wait, the secondary bath wasn't in there or this wasn't in there. It's a tease. It's a tease to get them excited, get them there in person. Mainly the master, the kitchen, the living area. Yes. Your main living areas, the highlights of the property, the pool area, Mm -hmm. summer kitchens, Mm -hmm. all of that to really showcase the highlights of the home. Mm -hmm. What should a homeowner do to get their house ready as far as staging. Mm-hmm. We do offer a wonderful staging course mm-hmm. and we have for years. And uh, Rosemary Bickford teaches that course. It's just awesome. It's a national certification course. Mm-hmm. And every agent should take it. However, if you were just to give a couple of bullet points, first of all, what does staging mean? And Tell me about maybe a tough conversation that you feel like an agent needs to have with the seller Mm -hmm. to get the house ready to be photographed. So number one is when listing a home is to educate the sellers that their home is no longer their home. The goal is to get the property sold. And that's why they hired you as the professional. So it, The goal is to sell it, which means they're going to be moving. So it's time to declutter and depersonalize and to emotionally detach yourself from the home because it's an emotional process. Many have lived there 20 years. Their children grew up in the home. It's very emotional. And we have a lot of clients that will say, I don't want to tell them that they have to put all the pictures away and I don't want to tell them the knickknacks and everything. And, but you have to, that's why they hired you. They hired you to guide them. And tell them how to do it. And have the tough conversations. Yes. Truthful conversations. Yes. And the ultimate goal, what you want to really express to your sellers is our goal here in putting this home on the market is that when buyers see the photos and buyers come in person to view the home, that they can visualize themselves in the home and they're not distracted by you and all your personal belongings and what's in the home, looking at the photos and the, and wondering, I wonder how many kids they have. Do they have twins? They see or a picture of all the- of the animal yeah. trophy heads <laughs> right. everywhere. Exactly. That could be a big distraction. Yes, yes, yes. So take it down. We're going to be moving anyways. Let's start packing things up, getting rid of what we don't want to take, declutter, and let buyers walk in where they're not distracted by the personal belongings and they can actually think about themselves in the home. It's a great piece of advice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a follow-up question to that. Mm-hmm. Is there a certain type, not a certain type, is there a certain time of day that's better to take uh, photos? Yes, absolutely. So number one, I'm going to tell you 
is an overcast day is wonderful. <laughs> you don't oh, have it? the harsh uh, shadows on an overcast day. Oh. So you can photograph a home at the right time of day, uh-huh. but if it is surrounded by trees or even has a tree on the property, that tree will still cast shadows. So an overcast day is wonderful. Often clients get very worried that it looks like it might rain. And we're like, don't worry, because we're going to drop in a beautiful sky. It will make it look like it was a pretty day. And we're not having to deal with all the shadows and the harsh lighting that sunlight can cause. But you do want to keep in mind that when you're photographing a home and it is a sunny day, Mm -hmm. if it faces east, you want to photograph in the morning. If it faces west in the afternoon, south gets great sun exposure. And unfortunately, north does not. North shadows itself, and especially in the wintertime when our days are shorter, uh-huh. it on a sunny day, the front of a north-facing home, you will see the entire facade of the home in the front yard as a shadow. And there's nothing oh, you can do about it. So that, that's when you really want an overcast day. <laughs> no um, idea. But then ideally doing a dust shoot is the premium time slot. Dust, no matter what direction the home faces, you can photograph it. Because the sun's going down, it doesn't become such an issue and a factor. And also, it's not just to have on a desk photo shoot the home lit up at night that gives it this different feel and this warm feeling. It also is for your interiors as well. And your interiors, you're photographing it all at the right time where the sun isn't as harsh. If you have, uh, you know, large windows during the day, the sun can come through and you can still end up with glares on the hardwood floors. And there's not a lot that you can do about that. So the premium time to photograph is at dusk and it is all timing and it's a Mm -hmm. a very fast pace Mm -hmm. because you're trying to do everything right at, you only have a small window of time to capture everything Everything. at the right time. So they're, the photographers are moving quickly during that time and getting all of it done at the right time. Now I see so many photographs where the driveway sidewalk looks wet. Yes. What does Mm -hmm. that do for Mm -hmm. the, for the photography. Yes. In the evenings, we wet everything down and it just gives that glistening, glowing effect and just elevates the photos so much more and just makes it look beautiful. Um, And even during the day, sometimes if it's raining, it's okay because it's all wet down. So Mm -hmm. it gives that glistening and just makes everything look prettier. I mean, concrete looks better when it is wet down. It does. It does. Are there a minimum number of photos that you think you need for a listing or does it depend on the size of the house? Obviously, it might depend on your budget. Right. It does depend but on budget. Are there a minimum number? Like if you were to take an order to go do photography for an MLS new listing mm-hmm. and someone said, oh, I only want five. Mm-hmm. What would you say? What would your reply be? Well, I, you know, I have two answers to this. One is, is that research shows the more photos that you have, the more views you get. So that Perfect. speaks there volumes right there. That and um, with the number of photos is that it's better because you talked about budgets and we know you, we're going to go through different times mm-hmm. in life where money might be tighter. One, having 10 great photos is better than 20 bad photos. Okay. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. And what you want to do is just showcase a listing in its best light. And if it means you're only doing 10 photos, that's fine. 10 great photos is going to reel someone in to come see it in person. Now, if you can do the 50, even better. Exactly. And when you're getting into the 50, 
um, a lot of times that's going to start bringing in the area of the home. Mm -hmm. So that's what we have an entire gallery of stock photos that we take that what is this home surrounded by? What is it close proximity to? What can these homeowners go and do and enjoy? Which parks are right there? Which restaurants? Which grocery stores? So you're incorporating so, those. Yes. To get the whole feel of a community. Not exactly. Just That's right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes. So tell me, what is virtual staging? How do you do virtual staging? So virtually staging is great, especially in a vacant home when you have it's so hard for so many to visualize. And I'm one of those, like mm -hmm. I cannot visualize when it comes to decorating. I'm just, I need to hire a professional. I'll leave it to the professionals. Um, when you have a vacant home, buyers can't visualize how will my furniture fit in here? How much furniture can fit in here? Mm -hmm. And if you can virtually show them that, and we do that through software where we can put in a Sofa, chairs, a rug, plants, artwork, everything, all the accessories Impressive. to show them this is how this, is this room can look. And anytime our clients virtually stage a, a photo, I always recommend to them, mm -hmm. send it to Walgreens, blow it up on the board mm -hmm. and put it in the home so that when they come into the vacant home, they now see this room again and With they're reminded furniture. by right. what it can look like. What it can look mm -hmm. like. And we have a lot... A clients that will show a room two different ways. They'll show a secondary bedroom as a secondary bedroom and as a study. So to show you, you could do it as a bedroom or a study. So the virtual is amazing mm -hmm. because so many people themselves, as we know, can't virtualize. Right. But you're able to show them on a board. This is how it would look with the furniture, with the rug, with the lamp. Yes. All of that. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yes. <laughs> is there a certain color when you're doing your photographs that work better in a house, some that are awful, how do dark walls look as opposed to light walls? Light walls are going to open it up and make it seem larger than it is. Um, and now with MLS, a few years ago, this just changed about a year ago, but you couldn't put a photo online. Often we would have agents ask, can you change the cabinet color? Can you change the color of the front door just to okay. show sure. what it will look like? Well, a year ago, MLS did change the rules mm -hmm. that you now can do that as long as you put the photo side by side and it says, this is how it is today mm -hmm. and this is how it can look. And that is a great tool. It Even is. the brick color on the awesome. exterior of a home, we've changed those to show this is how it can look. Because again, most of us cannot visualize how it can look. That is so cool. So as long as it's disclosed mm -hmm. on MLS before and after, you're able to show that person that's a fixer-upper, hey, we can buy this house, we can do these things, and right. we'll love it. Mm -hmm. That's right. You have been a wealth of information. Are there any, any final thoughts that we haven't covered that you might want to give to an agent? Any specific yes. piece of advice? That, that remember you, you are branding yourself. So when you are out there and you're taking on listings, be consistent in your marketing. And that means be consistent hiring a professional photography photographer so that you have high quality photos on all your listings. It does not matter what the price point is because buyers and sellers are out there and they're looking at your inventory and they don't see consistency. What does that tell about you? That is great advice. And I hadn't even thought of it that way mm -hmm. in that if I make all of my listings look great, 
then it says something about me as a professional. Absolutely. No matter what the price point is. Mm -hmm. Wow. Do you want to know what successful people in real estate do every day? Learn the how, the why, the what of their daily success by tuning in to our Champion School of Real Estate podcast every week. Every Wednesday, we will add new insights to elevate your entrepreneurship and help you make new breakthroughs in your business. You can do it. We can help at Champion School of Real Estate Weekly Podcast.